RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Tuesday morning on RCR, that's the morning we check in with Tim Wilms from the unshackled.net in Melbourne to bring us up to speed with what's happening. Well, in his part of the world, Victoria, Australia, Melbourne specifically, but obviously also the lucky continent. And uh, Tim, welcome back to RCR. Nice to have you. Uh, good to be back, Paul, in this new era uh, for Victoria. Uh, Dan Free and uh, Dan the zone. sun is shining on the state currently, but that's actually bad because of climate change, global boiling, bush bushfire threat. So, um, so seriously, someone is or, 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 or people are saying that fine weather is bad now. Oh, the government-funded broadcasters ABC and SBS—they're—they're they're pumping out uh, the 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 fear porn uh, for, well, that re- well, getting everyone into uh, hi- trying to get everyone into hysteria for another yeah. well, another black summer potentially. Uh, there was a there was a home that was lost in a in a bushfire in northern victoria and the mainstream obviously it's tragic for them but the mainstream yeah. media is already out interviewing them and uh really look, look there's there's a home that's been lost uh in september and like look what imagine what it's going to be like in a uh, November, December, January. I, I think that George Harrison's uh, Here Comes the Sun song, it's actually a horror song now. Yeah, it triggers people. <laughs> no! All right, so Dan Andrews, he's gone now, hasn't he? Yes, uh, he is no longer Premier. There was a, uh, when I spoke to you on uh, last Wednesday, uh, the, the countdown uh, was on. There was a, there, there was a countdown to 5pm on the, the steps of the Victorian Parliament. Yeah. Though it almost didn't happen. <laughs> Why? Nation. Well, that is because, well, Dan had the succession plan. Uh, all, he thought he had it all stitched up. And uh, so that was having his uh, deputy uh, from the socialist left, uh, Jacinta Allen, as a premier. Uh, that has happened. Jacinta Allen is now there, the premier. She's got the nickname Socialist Barbie. Uh, she <laughs> wow. was the the transport infrastructure minister. Uh, so she's overseen all the uh, big build blowouts over the past nine years. So well qualified for the job. Well, you can see why Dan, they're both from the same faction, but Dan obviously liked to probably be, well, because, well, I'm not, obviously Dan doesn't, doesn't care about uh, fiscal frugalness. He said once, uh, whatever things cost, whatever things cost. Uh, He wanted uh, the treasurer, uh, Tim Palace, as uh, her deputy, also from the socialist left faction and he also has his own nick- nickname uncle fester because he looks like uncle fester from the the adams family right. so that is what uh, dan uh, wanted a a his uh, preferred uh, leadership team but uh, as i predicted i as when because dan ruled that party room with an iron fist uh, there was almost a factional nuclear war at the, the party remeeting that Wednesday, they're the right. They uh, were threatening to put up a candidate, uh, which was the Rhodes Minister, uh, Ben Carroll, uh, from the right. Has he got uh, a nickname? 
Uh, I would call him Ken uh, because uh, Ken. you've seen the Barbie movie uh, when oh, uh, when Barbie is going, well, you could say Jacinta and she's uh, moving into the, the Premier's office and now uh, Ben Carroll as, as Ken has hidden in the back seat because he is now the Deputy Premier. Uh, okay. Yeah. Though Dan Andrews was, wasn't happy at all uh, that his uh, uh, succession plan uh, was uh, derailed and so all of the 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 newspapers in melbourne from the the age uh the herald sun uh reported that dan andrews he exploded in a expletive ridden tirade uh so they had there was a bunch of anonymous quotes saying uh, saying that uh one mp said he lost it and that uh they had he went completely berserk i don't think i've seen him had a hissy fit like that many people hadn't heard him as be as direct as that and you've seen dan andrews at at press conferences he yeah, had yeah, an extremely yeah. menacing presence and during COVID, he was uh, berating victorians all the time threatening and so that's just that's what he's like in front of a camera and yeah. you can yeah, see imagine when he's like behind the doors. Yeah. And so uh, some direct quotes that have been attributed to him is I don't know what I did to deserve this. You all have the right to aspire to be promoted. You don't have the right to bring divisions into this room. And because if there was a leadership contest, then the Victorian Labour branch members would uh, be able to have a vote and that would take three months and oh okay we, we yeah. wouldn't want dan as premier as caretaker premier for another oh so he would that would be the result would it he would well, be i'm there. not sure what would have happened if 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 his resignation had still taken effect then jacinta allen would have been caretaker premier but he decided in the in the end he said to both the factions you guys sort this out there's a freaking deal to be made here and uh, the, okay. the deal was made, and it was quite funny. The the, the pair of them, the new leadership team, uh, Jacinta Allen and Ben Carroll, uh, fronting the the press conference after they'd been sworn in, uh, all smiles, praising Dan Andrews, praising each other. <laughs> well, they really know how to do the theatre, don't they? They really know how to. to well, do it. Uh, Jacinta Allen, she is. Uh, t- even even though it is still uh, we still have a socialist left Labor premier, she has a much more pleasant demeanor than Dan. A she's like, a nice lady. Yeah, a bit like your uh, Jacinda, uh, oh. Jacinda Ardern. Uh, creepy. So. <laughs> I mean, creepy. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the Channel Nine uh, graphics department made an error. Yep. Uh, they they had our new premier as uh, Jacinta Arden. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so where do we go next? Uh, where's the voice at? Because I think last time we talked, you were you were anticipating the uh, grand finals, and uh, they sort of had to run through. And then uh, I think you were kind of saying that that would that the the sporting endorsements or, or the leverage from that would die down. Has it? Well, Anthony Albanese, he was both at uh, the AFL and. Un- NRL grand finals at the taxpayer expense, of course. Uh, he most likely travelled down to Melbourne on a Qantas uh, jet. Uh, so, uh, Australian not the, yeah, not the, the yes livery one, not the one with the yes, the, the yes livery. Possibly could have been. Maybe Anthony Albanese only flies in in, the, in those planes with the the yes logo. Uh, now, uh, there was uh, during the 
AFL grand final, the the pre-match entertainment, uh, there was a, a, a there was a when there was an Indigenous didgeridoo rec, uh, uh, rendition of uh, Walsing Matilda. Really, with okay. uh, yeah, uh, yeah, didgeridoo player William Barton and uh, Indigenous singer songwriter Jess H- Hitchcock. How uh, did that ha- How did that hold up? I'm just curious. Uh, um, Walsing Matilda on didgeridoo. Did it work? It wasn't uh, well received. Uh, so oh, okay. uh, J- Jess Hitchcock, uh, she wore. A yes, a yes shirt, and also a uh, always uh, was, always will be. I can see here as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, the the national anthem by uh, Kate Miller Heike, she absolutely nailed that. There's there's basically only one version of Advance Australia Fair, and that is the Julie Anthony version. And so Kate Miller Heike nailed it. And also uh, Kiss, uh, there uh, before yeah, Kiss, that's right, yeah. Uh, was uh was was praised it was uh they they did it in the middle of the the arena which lo- lots of obviously fire going off and they had a uh, some kids uh kiss dancers as well there was the usual debate around whether they were lip syncing or not uh but it was still pretty uh, spectacular okay well that's uh that's a yeah, that's a good show. That's yes, potentially a good show. Anthony Albanese, uh, he uh, he he got a selfie uh, with uh, ex-Indigenous player Eddie Betts saying, oh, Eddie's voting yes. He still can't help uh, but spruik uh, the celebrity endorsements. And sadly for me, I'm a Brisbane Lions supporter, Collingwood won. Uh, the Norm Smith medal for best on ground uh, went to uh, Collingwood full forward uh, Bobby Hill, who's a, an Indigenous player. Uh, so, And so there were a few on social media who were trying to say, oh, if he kicked four goals and helped Collingwood win the grand final, uh, you should uh, that should convince Collingwood supporters to, to vote yes. And uh, in the NRL Grand Final, the, the next night, uh, the Penrith Panthers, they came from behind against the Brisbane Broncos uh, to claim their third straight NRL premiership. It was a bad weekend uh, for <laughs> Brisbane teams. There's call for Anastasia Palaszczuk to uh, resign. Fair enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't think just because of the Grand Final. Yeah, but, but hey, you know, why not? And uh, Anthony Albanese has uh, posted a video uh, to Twitter X uh, from uh, one of the Penrith Plant- Panthers Indigenous players, Nathan Cleary, uh, spruiking a yes vote and the Uluru statement from the heart. Uh, so Anthony Albanese has tried to he's tried to utilize as as we all predicted, utilize uh, the the grand finals to spruik a yes vote. They are still way behind in the in the polls, although. They're still clinging on to uh, the the yes campaigners. I was watching the the ABC yesterday, and of course they're all for yes, and they they still live in their bubble where they think that yes uh, can win. And oh, why why doesn't uh, everyone agree with us? And uh, there there has of course been uh, more uh, attacks on the 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 no uh, campaign. Uh, so. Anthony Mundine, the the boxer, who's a no vote. Yep. 
uh, ha- he has challenged uh, Thomas Mayo, who's a communist unionist on the, the yes side, to a boxing match. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. that's been uh, deemed as uh, uh, inciting or threatening violence, even though oh, right. okay. yeah, yeah. Anthony Mundine, he was an NRL player, now he's a, a boxer. So, and uh, that... We we had uh, the Queensland uh, Labor senator Murray Watt uh, claim uh, that uh, far right influences are uh, infiltrating the campaign against the Voice because that uh, the uh, Brisbane uh, No uh, Fair Australia uh, campaign launch uh, Ben Shand who calls himself the Dusty Bogan uh, who's a a proud boy uh, he uh, was there. And uh, also uh, another uh, punching uh, bag of uh, the, the 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 Queensland left is uh, Barclay McGain. Uh, he is currently suspended from the Young Liberal National Party. Uh, he has uh, he has he has been constantly uh, attacked online uh, ever since uh, he uh, during a, a vox pop. Uh, he did on schoolies on the Gold Coast. He interviewed his mate uh, Jake Scott, also a young LMP, and said that uh, Australian sports stars should stand for the national anthem. We should uh, we sh- we should uh, celebrate our culture, not one that couldn't invent the bloody wheel. And so, oh, okay, <laughs> he has, yeah, Barclay McGain. He has been uh, one of the one one of the the biggest uh, you could say uh, you could say boogeyman's uh, that. Uh, the in the that the left use uh to attack uh the lnp he also dressed up uh, a couple of years back as cole rittenhouse uh, for halloween okay yeah the comments like that about the bloody wheel i don't know if they're helpful because okay you know you didn't invent the wheel but you know um that that could be seen as as a bit divisive and a bit bit of a low blow okay so uh, early voting is underway. Is that right? Uh, yes, it started today in Victoria. I'm not sure in New South Wales since it's a public holiday. Uh, so the Yes uh, campaign, uh, they had a launch in London uh, with expats, uh, which uh, former Prime Minister Julie Gillard attended, and they had a drag queen in a looked like Jerry Halliwell's Union Jack dress uh, with an Aboriginal flag as a cape uh, singing uh, John Farnham's You're the Voice. And wait, wait on. Do they not understand the optics of that, these people? Clearly clearly not. I mean. Can, can they not read the room? No, they can't. See, this is this is the problem that many normal people have, is, is this kind of in-your-face crap, actually. I mean, how do the Aboriginals feel about being associated with drag queens? How does I'm that fit sure. with the culture? Not you sure. Want to stop to ask, but it hasn't gone down well uh, here in Australia, uh, especially since our well, especially here in Victoria. Uh, there, there, there seems to be endless uh, drag queen story times at uh, local libraries, and so when we see one. Uh, uh, being uh, at an official uh, launch uh, for a uh, for a, a constitutional uh, referendum, covered in the iconography or the uh, cultural designs 
of a, okay, first people, whatever you want to refer to them as. It's a bit cheap, isn't it? Yes. I, 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 there, there was, there were, there were some people who uh, were, uh, were speculating it's like they want to lose and, Everything that the, the Yes campaigners uh, has uh, attempted to do to promote their campaign will be a case study in how not to win a referendum. Because let's not forget, uh, they were miles ahead earlier this year in the, the high 60s for a Yes vote. Now they're, they're, they're just pushing up in the, the high 30s at most. So Julia Gillard... Um, is she based in the UK now? Have I missed something? She, she spends most of her time in the the UK. Uh, okay. She was asked at patriotic a, Australian yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. an event recently. Uh, what is a woman? And she waffled for about four minutes. Yeah. Okay. So even a woman, presume is she a woman? Do we know? Really? Like, like, yeah. She is a she is a woman. We actually know that she is I, a woman. Yeah, and uh, Jacinta Allen here in Victoria, she said, uh, it's not lost on me that I'm the second uh, female premier of uh, Victoria. And we're all thinking, oh, does the Victorian Labor Party know the definition of a woman again? Yeah, well, (laughs) you wonder. Uh, But presumably then um, Julia Gillard is quite comfortable with sexualising children at an early age. Well, I'm not sure if there are any children in. No, but this is this old story time. This is the, this is the cult of this. You know, this is where it goes. I guess so. Though when she was prime minister, uh, she did not support uh, same-sex marriage. Though her uh, in 2013, her government's changes to the Sex uh, Discrimination Act uh, removed uh, the definition of a woman. Okay, she's still married to the hairdresser. Uh, no, well, they were never married. Oh, okay. Well, still they, with the they hairdresser. Broke up. Uh, Tim Matheson, oh. he uh, has, he's been before the courts. He has pled uh, guilty uh, to, uh, he suckled on a woman's nipple when he was what? at a party. Yes. Oh, gosh. Who are these people? It's like yes. a freak show, man. All right. So the early voting's underway. There's no chance, I take it. No, no statistical possibility that, that this thing could flip back. Well, unless it's rigged. Uh, that is what Sam Newman uh, said on his uh, "You Cannot Be Serious" uh, podcast at the at the grand finals. It seemed that everyone was too scared to uh, boo or uh, slow clap uh, the welcome to country. We had. Uh, I brought you uh, last time I was on uh, the one of the the voice architects. Uh, Marcia Langton, uh, yep. her uh, smearing uh, the no campaign arguments, uh, either based in racism or sheer uh, stupidity. She's also called Australia in the past a horrible racist country. Oh. Uh, now uh, we have had uh, Noel Pearson, uh, who is he is most known for his uh, Cape York initiative uh which is about helping 3700 indigenous australians in far north queensland uh, he he's been given 550 million that can be uh traced well for three under 4000 yes people. and there has been uh no uh, no no substantial improvement in uh employment and education 
outcomes. Uh, so people have been asking, including the local member up there, uh, Warren Ench, uh, what's happened to the money? And Warren Ench said there actually could be more uh, that has been spent because uh, it goes through uh, his various Cape York bodies. Uh, so Warren so it's Ench- been laundered out to NGOs, basically. Well, we, we we don't know uh, how it's exactly uh, been. Uh, well, it's it's certainly been spent, uh, but it certainly hasn't led to. Well, are those are uh, three thousand uh, Aboriginal people driving brand new cars, and are they living in new houses? Because I think it's about at least one hundred and fifty, one hundred seventy-five thousand, maybe even two hundred k per person. Well, it would be enough uh, for the, for to buy them all a house and a, ni- a nice car, but actually nobody owns their own. Their, their own house up there. A lot of these uh, remote Indigenous communities that uh, are run by uh, traditional elders or land councils, they're basically run like communist, mini communist countries where nobody. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you can. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's probably clear where the money went then. Okay. So, Noel Pearson, uh, he addressed the National Press Club last week and he's going to be on q a tonight he uh he said uh, about uh those uh multicultural australians uh well, who who have come uh since well the end of the well when the white australia policy was abolished in the the late 60s yep. he said i say to them where do you fit into australia because we can move to an australia where the Indigenous, the British descent and the multi- multicultural mob become one. Are you with the mob from the UK? Are you kind of honorary settlers? Because some of you are the wrong skin colour. And so... Boy, they're obsessed. It's just an it, obsession with this, isn't it? And he, he denied that uh, the voice is about race, amazingly. Of course He's, it's about oh, that, race. That, that, it, it's, it's about that, well, the Indigenous Australians were the first Australians. Well, meaning that members of a particular race or racial uh, groups, you're about put a voice for them, give them extra rights in the Constitution. So it is about giving extra rights uh, around race. Uh, so he completely contradicted himself in that statement. And obviously... I've spoken to your audience before that the Uluru Statement from the Heart, Voice, Truth, Treaty. It is about uh, treaty, the uh, the expanded uh, Uluru uh, Statement from the Heart uh, that, that talks about uh, reparations and having a, a proportion of uh, GDP uh, 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 paid to Indigenous Australians as as pay the the rent, but it's clear it it seems to me that from what Noel Pearson said that he considers well non white European uh, Australians as different from as different from other Australians, the Indigenous and right. So and it's it's clear to him that the Voice Truth Treaty uh, it's about the relationship between Indigenous Australians and white Australians. So uh, let's put it this way. It's not about uh, getting uh, reparations or a treaty uh, of uh, Chinese or Indian Australians. It's still about, for a lot of them, it's still about uh, vengeance and revenge on the white colonisers. Good luck with that is what I'd say. Good luck with that. 
Um, sounds like a great uh, opportunity for more division. Okay, so to kind of um, wrap up, uh, I saw Qantas management under the uh, the grill um, in the past few days. Now, this is all fallout from Alan Joyce's time and recent time where I think, gosh, nearly 2,000 of the, I guess, backbone workers of the airline were just like sacked, right? And all their jobs were outsourced. What's happened there? Uh, so that was uh, under the cover of of COVID uh, when uh, most uh, Qantas flights uh, were uh, grounded. Uh, now, Qantas didn't do a, a lot to, to help get Australians uh, back during the pandemic. Uh, Qatar Airways, uh, when they appeared before uh, the Senate uh, committee, they said we helped a lot of Australians get home. But obviously, helped New Zealanders too, i got to say. But yeah. obviously, a substantial black mark against them has been the invasive uh, body searches of those five women when a newborn baby was dumped in an airport bathroom yeah. in uh, Qatar. But uh, going back to, to this, because uh, Anthony Albanese, uh, he attached himself to, to Qantas by spruiking uh, that Qantas was putting yes on the on their planes. Yep. Uh, his, uh, his son, Nathan, uh, was given a, a chairman's lounge membership. He is uh, <laughs> uh, transport and infrastructure minister, Catherine King, still can't uh, give a proper explanation about why she blocked the extra uh, extra 28 Qatari flights into Australia. Uh, the new Qantas CEO, Vanessa Hudson, has done basically a, a sorry, we'll do better. So the High Court unanimously rejected an appeal uh, by uh, Qantas after the federal court found they had illegally sacked these 1,700 ground crew staff members. And this should have been a win uh, for the Labor Party and Union movement. Yeah. And of a, well, the leader of the the Transport Workers Union, the National Secretary uh, for uh, most of Alan Joyce's uh, time as a CEO uh, was Tony Shelton, who is now a Labor senator. He, okay, so good he, luck. Uh, he yeah. got stuck into Alan Joyce at uh, the the Senate uh, the Senate. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. he's also uh, not taken a, a Qantas uh, Chairman's Club membership. Uh, so he is he's been the one that's well uh, all throughout the years been uh, well advocating on behalf of the the, the these uh, Qantas workers, and so it should have been a win. Uh, but uh, it's. Now the the public they associate Qantas with Anthony Albanese, and uh, they also uh, well uh, Anthony Albanese when he was in uh, Western Australia he wore a a Rio Tinto uh, branded shirt, spruiking uh, the benefits of uh, mining uh, to the Australian economy. Now Rio Tinto was uh, the mining company that uh, a number of years back accidentally blew up uh, some sacred Aboriginal caves, which Whoops, yep. gave uh, the Western Australian people uh, for, it still hasn't been repealed, uh, that uh, disastrous cult Aboriginal Cultural Heritage Act. Well, they've actually done it again. Another one of their explosions, they are alleged to have damaged uh, some more Aboriginal caves. So Anthony, oh, he, he, well, the, the only winner that he's backed recently is Collingwood. Uh, much okay, by, yeah. Uh, annoyance. Okay, just to finish up, has there been much reporting of um, the GB News story in Australia? 
Well, I have been following it because uh, I have in my audience a lot of, uh, we have a lot of uh, British expats who uh, watch my shows. I cover a lot of uh, British news. Uh, so I, it hasn't uh, filter, f- filtered uh, through. Uh, though uh, certainly uh, the 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 pitchforks are, are out for uh, GB News because it has been uh, so successful. Uh, though, in my opinion, uh, GB News they they they're only cancelling themselves. I mean, they've suspended Lawrence Fox, uh, uh, native New Zealander Dan Wooten. They previously sacked uh, Mark Stein. A uh, all uh, to uh, try and. Uh, heed off these uh, Ofcom uh, complaints. And of course, uh, the British Parliament passed the Online Safety Act, which allows Ofcom to regulate social media, uh, which is what our uh, proposed mis- and disinformation bill, uh, it would give our local regulatory agency, ACMA, the power to regulate social media though thankfully yeah. for us uh david pocock the independent senator for the act who's more a teal green uh, it, that's the sort of views that he holds he has come out against uh the proposed mis and disinformation bill uh which is which is great i'm glad that there's an australian wallaby who's at least useful for something yeah okay so what, so for the um, British members of your audience, what do they say? Well, they well, they uh, they, they obviously are. Uh, I'll see what they say tonight, but they will yeah. obviously uh, believe that uh, Lawrence Fox uh, did nothing wrong. And the minute you you basically give any ground to the cancel culture mob, uh, you're basically guaranteed that you're going to be eaten. Well, he said a silly thing. There's no question about that. He should have thought that one through. And Dan probably should have been a bit careful about how he reacted. But really, is it enough for the nation to fall off its chair, really? Well, it appears It appears so. I, I remember that, uh, that uh, verbal violence is now a thing now i uh, that uh, if you say if you say something which uh, somebody finds uh, offensive uh, then yeah it's 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 apparently as bad now as actual violence are women that fragile really is what i'm thinking that fragile uh well this this uh, feminist uh, commentator uh ava evans i mean nobody nobody outside the uk knew who she was apart from those who follow uh, these sorts of uh, panel segments uh, but now everyone knows who she is she said she felt uh physically sick uh but uh now she's really physically sick really is that all it takes She's gotten heaps of uh, publicity now. Everyone knows she was working for an obscure ob- obscure news website, Politics Joe, and now, well, it seems that, well, it's it's benefited her, her career. Uh, but uh, Lawrence Fox, uh, Dan Wooten, um, yeah, the... the scalps, latest yeah, scalps. They're out for them now, and, of course, Calvin Robertson has been suspended from... He's the, um, the retired priest, is he, or the reverend? Yes, and uh, so he has been well suspended just for <laughs> standing in solidarity. All right, um, good to catch up with you again, Tim Wilms from the Unshackled.net. We'll do it all again in about a week, okay?
Yes, the final countdown to both our votes. Yes. Oh, coming. yeah. Yep. So there'll be a lot to talk about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Thanks, Tim. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.